This is the Sell It Pro Wrestling Show. I'm a residential football guy. If I can't ask you a question and you don't know it, who am I supposed to turn to? Google? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You are my Google. Thank you. Yeah. I respect that and appreciate yeah. it. Let's hope you got a bunch of Google knowledge in there for wrestling this week. I think I do, fortunately. I think a lot happened this I week. Think, I think this was a, uh, an intense week wrestling-wise, a week where a lot, of, a, lot of shit, a lot of shit happened, I feel like. Yeah? Um, but I think the, the, the biggest, biggest thing over the course of this whole week that happened was the Vice documentary series, Dark Side of the Ring, came back um, to continue their season three. And they did it with an episode on an infamous wrestling story, as most Dark Side of the Rings are. And it was about the plane ride from hell. What if they just did a really... Just not controversial story. Just what if they did a one? good story? That would be interesting. The light side of the ring. Light side of the ring. Yeah, just the happiest little it's thing. Because there could. are no stories from that. Yeah, there, I can't. Yeah, I can't really think of any. Dude, this show could literally last forever because yeah. there's so many, and they're they so haven't well even scratched done. the surface of like the really like. Well, they they've done a lot of ones. They've done a lot pretty, of really good ones. Yeah, like, this show is next level good. Yeah, maybe like, maybe we pull up the episode list here and we talk about it. But the plane ride from hell. So Dylan, you when did you watch it? Uh, today. You watched it today, so today. you are. It's very break recent it down. It's mind. much more recent in your mind. You'll have dates and facts better. So, that, that's the whole thing. First of all, I don't even know if there's more. I was so surprised that they even did an episode on this one. Because I was like, what more can be said about this? This is a, this is a story that's been so well known. Everyone has heard it. Everyone knows this yeah. tagline, the plane ride from hell. 100%. Whether you know a little bit or maybe a lot, this episode just made everyone look bad. Not one person came out of this episode looking good. Maybe Mike Kyoto. Kinda. But even him, I'm like, really? That's the kind of dude you are? Because I've never uh-huh. really seen him. So, I, you know. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this, this was... Uh... So, this was a plane ride that oh, was God. coming back. It was in, what, 2002? So, it was correct? 2002. They were coming back from Europe. Because they had just done, like, the Insurrection pay-per-view. Correct. Like, this is back when WWE still did, like, a yearly British, like, exclusive pay-per-view. So, they're coming back home from that. And this, was, this wasn't this was a private flight by any means, right? This was a full-on commercial no flight. No private. This was private. This was private. This was private. It was private. paid for by WWE. Okay, so it's only WWE personnel yep. on this plane. It's only the boys and only staff. the boys and staff. Okay, okay. yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> so the problem is that the alcohol was. This was still in an era of WWE where it was just party central. Like, you know, we're coming out of the Attitude Era. It's boys, it's ribbon, it's having a good time. And also, you look at the people that were on that plane and the roster at that time, and you had such this weird mix of people. You had young stars like Brock Lesnar there, but then you had Mr. Perfect re-signed with the company. And Scott Hall is there during probably the, oh, biggest downward spiral of his life. 
like as it you began. You know, I feel like you could say that about any year. Not even to make a joke about them, no, but no. like you could literally say that. About In an any era year. where like all of these guys have died, the fact that Scott Hall like has like bounced back and like redeemed himself and like for for the most part, like I haven't heard anything in years now. Like I feel like he has stayed like for the most part like on the straight and narrow and, and done his thing. Shout out to DDP. I was just, DDP yoga, I was just like about literal, to say a literal wrestling saint. I was trying to think in my head, oh god, how do I figure out how how, how does DDP fit into all this? DDPY, because it's not freaking yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. I think he says freaking yoga. No, does he now? I don't know. He's mixed it up. You know what? People always give him flack for, like, you know, all he ever does is, like, in anything he does, he's promoting DDP yoga, like, nonstop. But you know what? Even the cameos. Even the cameos. The first two minutes is DDP. He's got his shtick down. Because it's not yoga. But DDPY. For what he did for Scott Hall. And what he did for Jake Roberts, like, Man, Jake. dude's the same. I mean, dude, Jake's on AEW. Jake's Jake is missing an action at the current moment on AEW, but um, he he's spoken there. He's been there. He walks around. Like he's had so, some of the cooler promos. Like I mean, I think even for so him good. just to walk around is pretty like wow. Yeah. Yeah. What did he say that one time, Jake the Snake? He said, uh, he said, uh, uh, I like turn my back on two people. People like are, that are weak and people I don't respect. And then and he turned from Cody. Yeah. Like, oh, and you're just like, ooh, that's icy. That's that old man one-liner. That was pre-pandemic. That was a pre-pandemic episode of it. And that's how good that line was. Yeah. I still think, I'm like, ooh, that one. I can't remember it now verbatim, Mm-mm. but you get the gist of it. So in 2002, Scott Hall is going through... A rough patch, and he, on that flight, on the plane ride from hell, got so wildly drunk that, who was it that had to do, like, basically a weekend at Bernie's with him to get him through that airport? Was it just incredible? It was. It was just incredible. Because at first I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. PJ Palacco. Yeah, that's sure. His, that's his shoot name. Yeah, because yeah. he was—he was really—he—he he was probably the best talking head. Maybe. He was the best talking head because right behind Jr. Obviously, he yeah, I believe what Credible was saying like he seemed credible. Thank you, Justin. So no, he's Dylan. dealing with Scott Hall. I'm Dylan. Meanwhile, tell us what else is happening. Well, so that's at the very end of it. So yeah. let, let's start, let's start at the beginning, obviously, and if if you haven't. Somehow ever heard of this. Um, okay. Uh, but go watch this episode. Don't hear it from these two schmucks. But but stick around here from us. Then go watch the episode, obviously. They are in London going back to Connecticut. And there is a seven-hour delay. So they sit on the tarmac for seven hours. And then they take off for like another seven hours. So th- this is a 14-hour ordeal. Ugh. And we have stuff like Bradshaw, who had been cut open during the pay-per-view, is sleeping. And Michael P.S. Hayes just runs up and whacks him on the head and busts him open. Okay, that's insane. So then he gets knocked out. We have X-Pox cutting his ponytail off. Michael Michael Hayes. Michael yeah. Hayes, yes, correct. Because then he, what, put it in a Ziploc bag and, and put, put it, it up in the locker room the, the following next night. night. Yeah, Jesus. Because they had a Monday Night Raw the next night. <laughs> they were going to land and then go to the show. Bro. Wow. 
Their travel schedules just go F yourself. Well, get the F out. Get the F out. Which is subsequently was the same day that they got back. That wow. Monday Night Raw was, was the, the first WWE episode yep. of Monday Night Raw. Wow. Yeah. So the plane ride from hell was the last WWF moment. Yeah, correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we, we have things like Kurt Henning and Brock Lesnar wrestling and hitting the emergency door. This is a post 9 11 like world. How the fuck was this like happening? What's the, how, okay, my whole thing was how is this happening with Vince McMahon on the plane? So I've heard because McMahon McDon- and JR and Linda McMahon, they were all there. Is that what the documentary Yes, said? that's what JR stated. Because I had seen like some reports that, like, no, things are getting conflated. Vince McMahon wasn't actually there, like, outside of the documentary. And I, I don't know what to believe. I mean, I've always heard take, about him and Kurt Angle going at it. I have to take JR's word. Yeah. Which is? That he was there. Yeah. So JR, and you know, all right. Because JR is this messenger. He, he is not the top man. He is a guy that is told what to do. And he goes, okay, Vince. Like, that is JR's role. He acknowledges that. He's the one that was supposed to be keeping it under control. He felt like he didn't. He shouldn't have to. These are grown adults. These are men. Um, and he takes responsibility for it, better or for worse, this whole 100%. incident. you know, Because he has always been this like talent relations sort of character. He's always been backstage. He's always been helping. He is this bridge somehow of McMahon to the boys and vice versa throughout mm-hmm. his whole career. And... I just feel bad for that flight attendant, that Heidi Boyle, Heidi Bowl? Boyle, I believe. Boyle. And oh. yeah, here's the deal. We're burying the lead on this one because the two biggest negatives well, I think that we, came we out of this. We kept that for the end, right? Are the fact that Ric Flair like comes off about the worst you could possibly come off. I've heard a lot of Ric Flair stories, but this one's pretty bad. And it seemed that, you know, Tommy Dreamer was like, that's bullshit. Tommy he Dreamer. seemed pretty like, mm, that's Tommy bullshit. Dreamer came off so bad that he's currently been suspended by Impact Wrestling. Like, Oh, really? They had a set of TV tapings, which you know how they work. Like, they're right, going to be right, six weeks right. out. That's everything now until they're bound for glory pay-per-view next month. And he was barred from, like, appearing. Like, they sent, like, you know, you're not coming in on this. He really came off that bad. Bro, he's an executive in Impact Wrestling, too. He's in Don Callis' old behind-the-scenes role. Oh, no. Uh Uh-huh. So, he came off so bad that he is, like, now potentially lost I might have to rewatch. I feel like his comments and... You know, I think one of the biggest Everything things because I can't think of what he said that would have been super like, oh Jesus. Well, I'll try and I'll oh, try and find did, the quote. I can't remember if it was him or Xbox. One of them did say, "I was never about that kind of stuff," but like it was going on. Like instantly, as you say it, that sounds like Xbox. Sounds like the Xbox. He bit. said the thing because about. I, I think the thing with Tommy Dreamer that really got to people: the guys H bombing girls and having their way. Either him or Xbox. I think Xbox said that too. Sean Waltman. What yeah. a... That dude's a, that dude's wild. Yeah. Um. So he talks. Kind of. So, Ric Flair. Woo! He got naked. And was he actually wearing his robe? 
Or do you think he was just flat out? Now, this is all allegations, This is all too, allegations. Once again. Because Let's nothing criminal ever came there. of this. There was a big settlement. There was all this different stuff. Under the table type activities. Of course there was. But I'm but. sorry, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. That just means that, oh, wow, WWE and their giant corporate it, money. It just didn't legally this. happen. Correct. It just didn't legally Correct. happen. Didn't legally happen. Doesn't mean it didn't What's fucking happen. What's alleged is that Ric Flair was strutting down the aisle in just the robe. Nothing else. And this is a 58, 9 year old Ric Flair at the time. Just an old man. That's what Tommy, I think, said. He also said, like, it's just what got the boys going. It was funny to see Flair's dick hanging out. It's like, that, what? Brad, you're on a... You, you know what? The, the wrestlers nowadays, they're just such pussies. They play video games and they sit at home. Yeah, this is the alternative. Oh, guys don't carry around guns anymore to the locker room. You're damn right they don't have to. What the fuck? Yeah. No, it was... This is the alternative of what today's wrestling is. There is no in-between. I think wrestling is either it has to be like this in today's world, or it's the this extreme, like, these people are fucking nuts. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I immediately saw some people online that were like, oh, you know, that's, that's not like, you know, because Undertaker is obviously the guy that made that famous comment on Joe Rogan. And people were like, this isn't what The Undertaker meant. And it's like, no, it is 100% what The Undertaker meant. He's literally meant. saying... This is literally what he's talking you about. You had to be somewhat... You had to be quote-unquote tougher because you were in more dangerous, shitty situations. And what situations. that means is you know why Christian always sexually says, harassing women and doing all this different stuff. You know stuff. why Christian's always like, you carny piece of shit. Uh-huh. We're talking about real carnies here. Real people that are actually trying to F you. Yeah. Rob you, take your money. Like, why don't... Why? That sounds better than, hey, I'm Adam Cole. I get to stream on Twitch, be in a company with my girlfriend, hang out with my friend. Like, no wonder. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's, that's yeah, this like is people's another thing example to of about. like, you know what? AEW gets some flack, you know? They get, they, they get called All Friends Wrestling. But uh, you don't have this now, like, this history of just seediness that the WWE has every time you turn around. It's just all of this stuff that you're like, man. And here's what the thing is. WWE has been so big and they've been at the top of their game that they have been able to control their own narrative for their longest time. And they've instilled in their fan base, like, this is WWE history and this is what it's all about. And this is it. And it's like, well, actually, you guys are fucking rotten. Well, Y'all are it's rotten. Like, do we hear in 20 years from now from like these sources, these people, all oh, the elite, they used to just be these big partiers. Like they were doing sexually assaulting women. I don't like, think so. No, just doesn't seem like it. Just doesn't, you know. And again, that's that's the difference of like having access to this information and like being a person that's online and like having an online persona too. That like. It kind of, it's going to clean that up and a JR bit. And JR made a good point by saying maybe a good thing to come out of this is it's a learning experience for the younger guys to go, maybe I shouldn't do that. I feel like you don't need to have a fucking 60-year-old wrestler helicopter his penis at a fucking gaggle of flight attendants and then have that as a learning experience. But I get what you mean, 100%. Uh, JR, what JR said. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say it. JR no, said it. I got you. I got you. 
Um, hey, don't put that quote on me. I'm trying to find the exact words Tommy Dreamer used. That that um, now has outrage. That really is what got it at the end. But, I mean, uh, to paraphrase, at the very end, he essentially was saying, like, you know, uh, the same people that are trying to, like, now, like, that was, that was Ric Flair and that was wrestling. Th- those were the boys and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, the same people who are trying to, like, out there cancel culture... Like, are the same people that look at me with uh, uh, as a almost six year old man with a ponytail and are just like, you know, that's stupid. And it's like, wait, what? This that was the quote. That was not the quote. I'm paraphrasing. I'm trying oh, to find the exact oh, quote because okay. like it is ridiculous. This was on the episode. This was on the episode. This was like the tail end of the episode. Hmm. Yeah. We. Yeah. I wish. I wish we could. Uh... I'm in the process. But as I look for it, give me, like, your biggest takeaway. How you felt after watching this. Horrified. Horrified. Yeah, honestly, like, you can clearly see in, like, that flight attendant, she was, like, scarred for life. Uh, legitimately. I think JR literally was like, I, I if I never oh. talked about this again, I would be fine And what about this. that flight attendant's piece of shit husband? Yeah. What about that flight attendant piece of shit He's husband. the biggest villain in this whole situation. Yeah, I think Ric Flair <laughs> wow. is still the biggest villain in this whole situation. Oh. But oh, Scott Hall might also be that. We didn't even dive into him. So hit me with it. Well, apparently Scott Hall. Or we didn't even talk about Dustin either. There's... Watch the episode. Yeah, There's so the episode. much. I can't. There's we can't. Too much. Yeah. There's too much. We to should get have had it. all of this written down. That's we all. couldn't even have. Like, like, there's too much. It's one of the one of the most gripping like hours of like TV I've ever seen. Where I'm just like, no. I'm what? glad you can just watch it on YouTube for free, and the only commercials are for Dark Side of the Ring. Vice, you do it right. I appreciate like, it. Okay. Can I watch every episode for free? Um, no, but on Vice.com you can. Are they so, free on Vice? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah, well. So you should be able to go back and watch. And we'll get into what every episode is here in a second. But Compromise. So yeah, uh, Tommy Dreamer might like permanently lose a job out of this. Ric Flair, hey, they were setting up 100% over in AEW for Andrade kick Chavo to the curb. And now he, which I also read is because he's going back to film more because he works on Young Rock, Chavo does. But then the question is, why did you ever accept this job if you knew like it could only last five weeks total? Like, I love Chavo, but also it just didn't feel. It right. was a weird. He, it he, was a weird mix. He's had what he probably had like the worst run. Yeah, of anyone almost ever because it's like why? Yeah. Why are you? Why are you? I I'm feeling bad for Andrade, and especially because I they were setting up for Ric Flair to come in, you know, his father-in-law to come in and manage uh, him, and now. I don't think you can touch him right now. I do not think you could bring him in at the moment and have people be happy. Now, Tommy Dreamer did quote say... Is this his apology now that he released? No. This is from the episode. Okay. I feel this is trying to portray someone as a sexual predator, and it is not. It's a joke. It's a gag. And today, 1,000% inappropriate. I've hung out with Ric Flair... I've never seen him try to force his will against anybody. 
To be fair, like that's I, not. There's still there's still something else missing that I like when I was watching yeah. and have read. Because like, like to God me, that's that's a statement though. Like that's just you stating like I've never seen this guy do this, so therefore I believe he wouldn't do this, which is a dangerous. Thought. It's a very dangerous, especially when there's so many instances and allegations of it happening. Yeah, you know, it's not a one-off. It's not a you know, and I also you know I believe in. In defending your friends and 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 you know standing up for for the people around you, but also I don't believe in hero worshiping, and I think that's what that sounds like. That sounds like a guy that's like so wrapped up in the idea of who Ric Flair is that he is just like no, no, no you don't understand. Like he Ooh. thinks everyone should care about Ric Flair the way that Tommy Dreamer cares about Ric Flair, and that includes a fucking flight attendant who's having his six-year-old well, penis well, like how, coming how out. When uh, they asked Jr. why wasn't Ric Flair punished? Because he's Ric Flair. Because he's Ric Flair. Because he's Ric Flair. He's a made man. Yeah, like he's he's a and it, it's a Elvis and it sucks because I I love the I, I love the wrestler Ric Flair like Ooh. everything he's ever done for the business and do I think this is one hundred percent the end? Probably not. No, by any means. I think he lays low and probably bounces back in a couple of months and is fine. Because that's just how it would go. But it is unfortunate I bought the Ultimate Edition Ric Flair action figure literally the day of. Yeah, it's probably going to drop in price. Or go up. Or go up. It might go up. Oh, no. Oh. I should have bought the second one. I hit it because, like, the Ultimates at Target are so great because, like, if they don't sell within, like, a month... They, they hit him with a, they hit him with a fifteen to twenty percent like uh, clearance, and so yeah, I only paid twenty bucks for him. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna take him. And it look, I mean, it looks really good. It's a very good looking figure. Has the the four horsemen hand. Has the Fargo strut fingers. Has the world championship robe. Does it have the no? Po- no? Doesn't no. have the dark Does, side of the ring pose. Doesn't have the helicopter. Oh um, no! That's in the that's that. in the next wave, I guess. Hopefully, maybe a bad joke. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're fine. Yeah, you know, whatever. But yeah, that just kind of made me feel gross. Made me feel made me feel bad for liking some of these people, you know. But at the same time, I also always come away in situations like this where I'm just like, you know what? That's why who enabled I, all of this. Who let this happen? For sure that. For sure, that that is a that is a company freaking why problem too. Why is this too. going on? And why, was why were this they allowed, allowed to yeah. like? You know, it's just wrestling died. You know, in the twenty tens, yada yada. Like, it really maybe the it, wrestling it, it, you loved did, but the wrestling you loved back in the day was never gonna survive the way it was going. It just flat out wasn't. It just it, oh god, it's so crazy to think like that. It took Benoit. To really change how wrestling was. Like, mm-hmm. ever since 100%. that day. That's what... I, I, honestly... Maybe not even so... You know, Benoit was a big one. But I think the real one might have been Eddie. I think the day that Eddie Guerrero died, that's when wrestling was like... It was phased out from these drug-addicted ah, And I still think there's like a, a four to five year period after Eddie where everything hit the fan real bad. Including Benoit, including guys like uh, Test 
comes to mind. You know, a guy who like was a gold like chip prospect. That's blue still chip that's still of like, that generation though. They were being phased out though yeah, yeah. because now you know you, you get like the early 2010s. You got like Punk, Brian, Edge, Ryder, Cena, and yeah, I'm. All of these guys, like, yeah, I'm not saying that they're going to live the longest lives, but they are not, like, drug-addicted assholes. I'll take a video game-addicted fella, like, every day of the week, you know? Matt Cardona, like, Zack Ryder fucking collects toys instead of does freaking recreational painkillers. Like, that's fine by me. He could do that in his free time. He's got a lot of free time, I'm sure. I don't think that man has a lot of free He's time. That free man time. literally hosts five different podcasts. He like is constantly moving and shaking. He works for Impact. He does all this different stuff. He's now he's trying now. to he was talking about how he has like, you know, kind of like a, a bucket list of all this different stuff he wants to continue doing. And why, Tommy, why? <sighs> yeah. That one hits. It sucks. I'm a, it sucks. I yeah, I w- almost wish I would have never watched it. Well, it was a real good one. But anyway, Cardona, bucket list. One of the things he really wants to do is he wants to wrestle at um, Universal Orlando, like at the former Impact Zone, where AEW now is. Yeah, right. Dark. So he was like, bro, I, I, I keep thinking about just texting Tony Khan. Like, hey, man, can I just come in for like a quick shot? And like in and out. I just want to wrestle there once. So that'd be freaking sweet. Yeah. He's a guy too, like, man, over the course of that past year from that weird little run he had in AEW where he's talked about openly he thought like he was getting signed, like full time. And then they didn't extend the dates and he's just kinda like, Oh okay. Was it me, guys? I swear I can do better. Yeah, was, right? was, was it me? And he's proved that. But yeah, Tommy frickin' Dreamer leaves a big, big hole in my heart because, like, God, to hear, like, you just, like, just brush that, to be just so... Even Brock Lesnar. No, well, t- Brock is just a douche. Brock's a douche. Like, he is. Like, he's an am- amazing talent, uh, unbelievable in the ring, and, like, do I think he's the worst human being in the world? No. Not a, not at all. I think he's a man that likes to be left alone. He's a man that likes to be left alone. I think if he could show not, up, he's an asshole. walk through Gorilla, and then just walk back through and, and not speak anything, to a word, and then get in his car and leave, he would one thousand percent. Yeah, but like the whole exposing himself, ale- that one's a bigger allegedly. That one's a much bigger allegedly. But just- also, that might be a situation where WWE is for sure not even going to allow that to enter the like public Atmosphere. consciousness, bro. They did the, so it, the, the oh. WWE Network show they had, Storytime, which was cartoons. They did the plane ride they from hell. They did the plane ride they? from hell. They did a bit with Ric Flair, like, walking around in the road with flight attendants. So, what the actual F did they think was this? Well, you know, they said, like, back in that time, the flight attendants would, like, literally come party with you, go to bars with you. So, I that like I don't know if that's them, once again, trying to cover up, like... That is. Well, they, they were, like, partying with us already. Like, you can't... It, so, I... Once again, it's one of those big deals. It's like, yeah. I literally, as I was watching, I was like, yo... Money can literally just buy your way out of shit. On thousand percent. You can sir. literally just be like, hey, take this money, shut up. Okay. Would you like to hear every episode of the Dark Side of the Ring and see if there's some that we should probably go back and try watching and whatnot? 
Let's do it. What uh, we got? That, season one. That first season, which uh, came out in 2019. Is the first episode... Is it, uh, is it about that one like Canadian wrestler in the Mafia? No, that's um, later, okay. I do believe. That's oh. the assassination of Dino Bravo. Yeah. That's in season two. Oh. Season one, the first episode is The Match Made in Heaven, which is about Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Uh, episode two is the Montreal screw job because of course you just kind of have to. I think at least they got that one out of the way. Quick. Yep. it wasn't like womp womp. It wasn't like when are they gonna get to it? What are they gonna say about it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's uh, get it out of the way. The killing of Bruiser Brody. Oh, that's a good one. The last of the Von Erichs. That's a good one. The mysterious death of Gorgeous Gino, which uh, Gino Hernandez. He was WCCW wrestler. I haven't uh, watched that one. No. Uh, Fabulous Moolah. Uh, I, I haven't watched, watched that it. one either. Watched it. I can't really remember it, though. Uh, season two then kicked off with probably the biggest two episodes they've done, which is the Benoit uh, documentary, which, dude, oh, those are so hard. Those are hard to watch. They are so effing sad. Like, you feel unbelievable amounts of, like, just pain. Part like, one, fuck. definitely more of, like, the Eddie Guerrero story. Yep. But then that part two one, oh, yeah, it's it rough. just, it's so rough. On a side note, I did see that David Benoit, oh, no. his son, has debuted for a Canadian wrestling promotion. Oh. Like, uh, and not as Chris, correct? I don't believe so, but I think that's still his intention. That's just, I'm <sighs> sorry, man, stupid. Just David, you gotta let it. Yeah, you gotta. You like, gotta drop it. You got. That's some self-awareness, and I understand you it's your family. Dra- I, understand. Yeah, I, don't I don't care. I don't care either. You gotta drop it. I don't it. care either. You gotta drop the last name, too. You can't even have that last name. So you could be Braun Breaker? Yeah. Yeah. Um, breaker, Breaker, One-Niner. The Life and Crimes of New Jack. That one's good. May he rest in peace. Yeah. The Brawl for All, which is very, very good. Uh, okay, I've seen a lot of these. Though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Snuka and the death of Nancy Argentino. Oof. Uh, again, another one where it's like, you sons of bitches. Assassination of Dino Bravo. David Schultz. That dude literally got away with it. Snuka? Yeah, that yeah, dude yeah. murdered him. Oh, murdered just her. murdered that woman. 1,000%. Please, though. Terrible work, obviously. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Schultz and the slap heard around the world. Uh, which was David Schultz, an 80s wrestler who famously one. was, yeah, he slapped a freaking guy like straight across the face when asked, like, is wrestling fake, you know? Did that feel fake? That feel fake. Undertaker just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cocaine and cowboy boots, the Herb Abrams story. Herb Abrams. Uh, the Last Ride of the Road Warriors. So, on Hawk and Animal. And then, of course, another just unbelievable, unbelievable the final days of Owen Hart. Mm. And then this season yeah. three. Yeah. So the part, the one half that's already aired is the Brian Pillman two-parter, which was freaking unbelievable. The ultraviolence of Nick Gage, which I haven't seen. Uh, Collision in Korea, which I did watch. I bet that's a good one. That was, you know, that one was a little bit like, it was okay. There's not really many controversial story. It's just kind of more of like, how did this get well, happen? How did this get booked? It was how? Eric Bischoff in it Correct. a lot, and I like Bischoff, but sometimes I'm like, you're you can't full trust of him. Shit. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, this is a just incredible source. Yeah, all right, exactly. 
Um, and then Becoming Warrior on the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, didn't watch that one. No. Uh, in the Shadow of Grizzly Smith. Oh, on no. Grizzly Smith, Jake Roberts and his whole family. I didn't watch that oh, one. Oh, I'm go back and do sure that. that one's really good because that's a really effed, just Unbelievable insane effed. story. And then uh, Dynamite Kid, which I did watch. Okay. And is, uh, it's pretty messed up. But then through the rest of this season, so uh, season three is freaking huge. It's 14 episodes. Yeah, I, I, I gotta watch the Die My Kid one. I don't yeah. really even know much about him. Dude, it's very, very good. And it's so crazy when you watch it and then you look at like the fact that Chris Benoit like was so inspired by the Dynamite Kid. And, like, he emulated him and so he used right his finishing move. And it's like, man, if you had really been able to, like, get on YouTube and see stuff like this and understand the parallels. Like, that's why I think, like, legitimately this show is so good for professional wrestling. Because young wrestlers are going to watch these things and be like, what the fuck was going on here? What JR said. Yeah, 100%. At least if one good thing can come out of all these bad things is, hey, don't do it. Um... So then the rest of this season, we already had the plane ride from hell. Next week's episode, which I think we should start just talking about them on the Sunday show and yep. keep up with it, and then yep. we'll go back at the end here. The Double Life of Chris Canyon, a wrestler who was literally, you know, he, he said, fired from WWE because I was gay, you know, and ended up committing suicide like due to it. Uh, then we have Blood and Wire, Onita's FMW, which is on Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. It's like, you know, the extreme freaking Japanese promotion of the 90s. Is that with Terry Funk? Oh, yes. Oh, him and Onita. Yes. What, what's on, like, it, it's the same commercial every, because it's the same commercial every time for Dark Side of the Ring. Mm -hmm. And what does he say in it? He goes, today we're going to have an exploding death match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we then have Bikers, Bombs, and Bedlam, Johnny K-9. Uh, not really familiar with Don't that one at that. all, so that'll be interesting. The Many Faces of Luna Vachon. Um, Extreme and Obscene, Rob oh. Black's XPW Extreme Pro Wrestling. Extreme and, and, and then the final episode, which will be the last weekend in October... I think this will be a very, very like interesting one. I hope, I hope that people can keep the energy of anger they had after the plane ride from hell for this episode. Okay, because it's the steroid trial. It, it's the United <laughs> States of America versus Vince McMahon. That's a good one too, because I feel like that's kind of like the plane ride from hell. It's 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 so well known, but, but something mm, WWE has been allowed to create the narrative but on. But like no. F I, it's not even that. Like people know it, but I feel like it's there's no like solid like fact. There's no solid story that anybody can tell you about it. If you ask almost anybody, yeah, what what was like the steroid trial? That's what they're gonna say to you. And I heard that you know? for this documentary, like the guys were able to go in and interview Vince McMahon's lawyer. So like he's going to be one of the talking heads on it, and he's a guy that like is still Vince McMahon's lawyer to this day. Right. He so he'll everything. be like. So, like, you're going to get, like, well, you're going to get that side for sure. I think that right away when I hear that, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a pretty, like, draw your own conclusion deal here, I think. So I'm in. I'm 100% in. So, 
Let's stop talking about some gross wrestling. I want to say, geez, this is this whole episode is going to be the dark side of the ring let's, Sunday edition. Let's talk about some more fun stuff here. Let's talk about AEW, which we didn't hit a review for this week. Uh, we apologize to the loyal listeners. Um, we've just had a couple of weeks where we were kind of like, ah, eh, you know, I had some stuff. We're doing the damn thing. Uh, this week, however. I think we are going... Don't look at me like that! There's a whole lot of French being spoke. Because what's all the we stuff? You! Hey! What, this past <laughs> week, when I looked at you, and you immediately were like, you don't want to do an episode? No, 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 like, no, no. That's not what happened. I was Wait, like, I mean, I don't here, care. We can no do it. No! WWE over here. What had happened... See, what had happened was... We were sitting there... And I'm sitting behind him at the table like I always do. And he's sitting on this couch and we're watching the show. And he, he looks back and he, he does the slow head turn. It's not a quick jolt of any sort. It's, it's, it's the slow head turn of like, you're going to say some. He, did, he, he doesn't say anything. And then he just kind of turns back. And I'm like, okay, that was interesting. Then, <laughs> then, then he just gives me the side head turn. He doesn't even look fully at me. Then he kind of gives me this slow head down what eyes, are you talking eyes, about? Eyes over, eyes over the glasses, kind of this. You know what I'm going to say. So oh that's when I say, you don't want to do a show. And he goes, well, I mean, I'm just saying if you don't want to do a show. Okay. That's, and that's almost what happened. I, if you didn't want, if you had been like, no, let's do one. I would have gone, all right, let's do one. That was that was a reasonable conversation. Allegedly. That wasn't a freaking like, no, I'm putting my foot down, it's we ain't doing this. It's easy to rewrite history, isn't it? As you're just creating this your is, own. This is dark side of uh Dark Side of Sell It. Dark Side of Sell It. Dark there Side you go. of Sell It. The Which is now the episode stuff. name. For the Dark sure. Side of Sell It. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, so, didn't didn't do a review of uh, didn't Dynamite. Didn't do a review now. of Dynamite, which is a shame because I thought this past week's episode was Freaking awesome! It was a. Ripper. I don't want to keep saying it. It felt like a setup episode. Yeah, in a but way. a great setup episode. But I think next week of wrestling is just. I think this. Yeah, this entire week. Because did you see what WWE is doing with Raw on Monday too? Like no. we're getting in the main event of Raw on Monday. You're getting Big E, the WWE champion. And the new day, right? Okay, versus the against bloodline. the bloodline, yeah. Roman Reigns and the Usos, which is like, ah, oh, shit. Well, I'm probably just gonna watch that real quick. Like that's that sounds pretty cool. Although it's raw, and They're I know still they're gonna, gonna mess break it my up. Heart. I'll be very interested to see like. Do they let Roman do the full shebang, like everything? Like you should. Like he runs that bitch just like he'll run SmackDown, but. Be very interesting. It will be. I mean, like, he is you know, the does he get chief. his forty-five minute entrance? Like, does he get the giant Roman Reigns? Yeah, it should be. It should be the exact same. I mean, it just, should be. Just red. But Raw just literally doesn't feel like the same show at all. No, they have three separate shows that all somehow feel the same, but are not the same. Correct. Yeah. They all just look the same because we saw NXT two this week as well, and. You know, that it was mixed reviews. I hated it. I hated every second. Yeah, I, I liked, literally hated I liked, every I liked second. the wedding. The, we the wedding was weird because why did you have this on an episode 
that it's was like supposed to be new... the rebrand. Why wouldn't this have been the last segment on the episode before this? Like, that makes sense One to me. One often wonders. You know? I, you know, I didn't hate it in terms of, like, because I did watch, I watched the whole thing just because I, I was interested. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't hate, like, bringing out some new guys and, like, doing that. Like, you know, if, you, if that's what you want to do it. And Braun Breaker looks cool as hell. He's got yeah. a great look. He can move. He can wrestle. But he's Rick Steiner's son. And they're not allowed to mention that he's Rick Steiner's son. That was like a directive put down. You cannot mention he's Rick Steiner's son. You Despite the know. fact he looks like Rick Steiner, wears the singlet that the Steiners did back in the day. What the F? Because you know if it was AEW, they'd bring it up every second. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's wrestling but history. But also, it's WWE. Like, you don't, like, you've got Charlotte Flair there. The Rock was literally billed as the first third-generation superstar ever. Randy Orton is a third-generation superstar. What are you doing? What What are you doing? This is the same thing I look at, and I'm like, why is his name Curtis Axel and not Joe Henning? What are you doing? That's just an e- Like, stop it. Legacy. Stop it. Legacy. Cody Rhodes. Cody Ted Rhodes. DiBiase. What about him? Cool. There you go. But you treated them so bad that one's completely retired from the wrestling business, and the other one is the head of the better wrestling company in the world. And the other so, one retires every three months. Yes, he does. And, and I'm okay back. with it. Except this past week. That was the lone segment that of Dynamite that I thought was a dog. Oh. It was the lone segment, and it shouldn't have been because they had Rosario freaking Dawson. Come on now. She's a Jedi. Like, come on. Is she, is she in the Yeah, she's... No, no, she's uh, she's on the Mandalorian. She's... Um, oh. What's her face? From the Clone Wars? Ahsoka. Yeah, she's Ahsoka. Um, I don't even watch these shows. Bro, she was so cool when she popped up as Ahsoka. It was like, oh my god damn. So the Vikings play at 3, right? 3.30. All 3.30. So we got plenty of time. Okay. Um, so Dynamite was we, we should very, very have good. stuff down. What's going on? It's it's no, like good stuff. It's um, like looking around. So I got Dynamite uh, pulled up this next week. I think we're definitely gonna have to do a post show because yeah. it's going to be a ripper of a yeah. card. Like yeah. Well, do you have the card just pulled up? I have both cards pulled up yep. because we found out this past week that not only is Dynamite gonna be you know like a big giant two hour show. This is gonna be Grand Slam. Grand Slam. In Let, front let's get better of, names. I like Grand Slam because it's at a tennis stadium. Yeah, that one's okay. That one works. That one... Mm. But also, I think those are probably like just easy to get through the trademark real quick, it seems like. Unless you want to go for some weird, intricate name. Resurrection. Insurrection. Like, yeah, come on. What are we doing here? It's just Grand Slam. It's a Words. tennis stadium. We're going to just we're gonna do the damn thing. But this is going to be Fighter the Fest. biggest odd... I hate the Fighter Fest name. And how it's spelled. Well, did you do it intentionally, like, for Firefest? What are some of the other ones? There are other pay-per-view names? Yeah. Are, Not I mean, pay-per-view, just like those weird little oh, like TV special specials. Road Rager. Bad. I mean, they had Bash at the Beach until WWE was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Which I find so funny that they were like, we're going to just do it. We'll just do it. And then we'll deal with it afterwards. But what what one replaced that? I think it's called Beach Bash. Yeah, something like that. That's which, their new version which is of it. Still not not great. Not great. I can't wait until they run like an outdoor show at Sturgis. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're doing that. 
Well, maybe Jericho would Jericho do that. Jericho Jam. The Jericho Jam. Uh, but no, so we're going to have Grand Slam at the Arthur Ashe Tennis Stadium in New York. The biggest crowd that will ever be in front of an AEW ring like at one time. Uh, it's expected to be a full sellout. I think that's eighteen or 19,000. Which is, for them, pretty goddamn cool, man. For all the years I was a TNA fan and thought that they were legitimately going to be like awesome and like do all this stuff... They never freaking did anything in front of 19,000 people well, that paid to see them. Did you see uh, what Tony Khan said about the CM Punk t-shirts? Yeah, that they've sold, what, like 100,000 yep. of them? And they've like, sold thousands upon thousands of the ice cream bars now, too. This is a t-shirt company at the end of the day. It is a t-shirt company at the end of the but day. God damn it, is it the most successful t-shirt company in the world? Like, what is happening? It might be. I was listening to the 93X Morning Show on Friday coming in. Uh, and it was one of the guys like that's been on the show for 20 or th- my entire life. What's his name? Uh, Nick. Uh, okay. Nick on the 93 Morning Yeah, So one of the two, Nick and Josh, yeah. one of the two guys. It was his birthday. He was turning like 50, I believe. Jesus. And he's going through the stuff. And one of the guys on the show got him a gift. It was in a bag. He opens the bag live on air. And you literally hear in his voice, he goes, Oh my damn. It's a Ray Phoenix t-shirt. It's a Ray Phoenix t-shirt. One half of the AEW World Tag Team Champion Lucha Bros. Wapple, thank you so much. And I was like, Okay. Oh, you okay. Didn't, you, you, you didn't know he was a wrestling oh, fan? Oh, I knew he was a giant oh, wrestling okay. fan. But there's like guys who say they're wrestling fans, and then there's guys who keep up with the product like weekly and like are actual wrestling wrestling fans, you know? So like to hear him like spit that out and to hear right. him be, it, it, to hear him say, Hey, when I go out for my birthday tonight, I'm wearing this Ray Phoenix t shirt, like I'm going to Outback Steakhouse tonight. He would be going to the YZ VFW. Oh. That's his stopping grounds. One of the other people on the show got him a $50 gift card to the no! And he's like, oh, I've never been to this place. <laughs> but no, so AW is the most successful t-shirt company in the world because like they're just like they're building an entire wrestling company and like supplying it through their t-shirts. Jeez. Like well, yeah, Tony Khan. Think of said how much he, money he CM like Punk brought in. Him, like this is bringing their business to the next level. It is. It one hundred percent is. I mean, when you're selling shirts that much, and dude, it's just everything since Punk came in has felt so much more big time, bigger, like et, more epic, more grand. more epic, like, more grand. That my favorite part of Dynamite this past week was that you know he came out to start the show. And then, like, the whole crowd is going ballistic for CM Punk. He does his whole shtick. He dro- he jumps into the audience. Um, which, by the way, I saw, like, an Instagram Live video of that dude that was in the audience as CM Punk stage-dived into him. It was so freaking cool. He just, like, straight up, like, fucking thudded right into them. I was like, oh, damn. Um, He's like, they then, got me. They my got favorite me. bit was the crowd was so hyped. And then Adam Cole's music hits. And they lose their Number, I think, two song on iTunes right now for metal. For metal. And number like four for rock. Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, 
Okay, I don't know who's still using iTunes to download stuff now, but go for it, I guess. They are also now a theme company, not just a t-shirt company. Because now their themes are kind of, they're becoming elite, honestly. Like, I think some of their themes at the beginning were a little uh, little placeholder-y. little pitchy. little pitchy. pitchy. But uh, now that you got living color. Yeah, now that you're like having this healthy mix of like licensed music and in-house like made music like I'm it is a it. healthy balance because that's man I, you I, can't I, have everyone having a licensed song i love like that early 2000s wwe where it's like some yeah. of the songs were like oh this is a real song and then other like songs, edge like edge has a real song christian kane, had a real song kane had a real song yeah. but then you know some guys had songs by them you know John Cena is like Chris Jericho in that regard, where it's like, well, I have a real song, but it's my song that I did. So it's like, well, that's yeah, they've let him keep cheating. that forever. Yeah, oh. yeah, and probably will forever. My time is up. My time is now. When does he go all elite? No. I would just think of it from like a no. Warner Brothers like multimedia like because he's pacemaker now and he's locked in like with HBO and all this different stuff. And so, the Suicide Squad shows up on AEW. Tony Khan pays for it, and he's like, eh, it's, eh, it's, eh. he's like, I will pay half a million dollars to get yeah Idris Elba and him and everything on there when they do the sequel. And Probably costs a little more than that. It's I a mean, lot of for promotional, like you know, to hit them right. You know, you do a show out in Los Angeles, which I don't think AEW's ran out on the West Coast like that. Dang yet. it! I did want to look up all the places that AEW. Look it up. Okay. Let's look, look up, up real quick because it's, it's probably not that many because we they spent a year obviously in Jacksonville. Yep. Oh, a year did they? Yeah, it was well. Uh, Close. It was March. Well, yeah. To, COVID's been, March to July geez. almost. Yeah, March to July of the following year. Yeah. So yeah, holy shit. Oh. I think there are still like significantly more episodes. Um, that aired during, during the pandemic day. era, yeah. like that were like that, than have aired ever, like before. Or yeah, after. so that's why I'm saying it's probably a short. Everywhere AEW, every city. Uh, just look up maybe AEW Dynamite, and then go to the Wikipedia, and I'm sure there's like a locations or like a. Okay, all elite wrestling. We getting some here. Uh, return to touring programming events. Hmm. Not really. I think you got to look up Dynamite, though. Not just All Elite Wrestling. Uh, I'll look up AEW Dynamite. we got to get specific here on the Google AEW Dynamite. Um, every, every city run, it says right here. Let's try that. Boom. Um... Doesn't look like that's readily available okay. information. Well, well, I don't know if anyone's ever looked at it and compiled it. We'll look. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. But like, the, what I like about what they've been doing is they've been very specific about we're trying to establish like territories and yeah. like rabid areas. Chicago, obviously. Yep. They've done a lot of touring in Texas. You know, they're kind of bouncing they, around yeah. Florida. But to be fair, that's also just the places with a lot of like the least restrictive. For sure, stuff. but it still leans to what they're doing. And now they're like sprinkling in like these other cities. And I like what they're about to do, which is they're going to run this Arthur Ashe show. Yeah. 
But then they're going back to New York again, like, very soon. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're doing a show at this new arena. Okay. Which I believe... A new arena. A new arena, which I believe them and WWE are running the same building, like, ten days apart. Oh, no. So... Who sells more? Who sells more? I know that that's, like, a big thing that's up for debate right now. Um... I'm going to look that up, but as I do that, I want you to, for Dynamite this week on Grand Slam, let's break down every match just real quick. Here. Yeah. Um, give me your thoughts on Brian Pillman Jr. versus MJF. MJF probably picks up the win. I think this is good steam for Brian Pillman. Let's get him on the right track uh, somewhere, get him out there, have him doing promos more, get him practice. He's a star. Look at him. They should have done something with him when that Brian Pillman stuff was going on that for was, Dark Side of the Ring. That was definitely a missed opportunity. If uh, they had been doing this exact storyline right now... During like that The time, week after it aired, oh shit. Metheny. Like, like oh. all that shit, that would have been insane. But also, we were in the middle of COVID, so they couldn't yeah. have. They couldn't have, actually. You know, it wouldn't have had the fan reaction. It would not have been the same. And that's another thing that, like, is completely, like, underrated, man, is, like, AEW's fan base is so into what's They're happening. all, like, London fans. They literally, it feels like it sometimes. It Some of their chants like, are really spot on. Their chants are great. Their chants like, are really good sometimes. And I did, okay. So I saw this quote, like, kind of floating around this week. I don't oh, know if this okay. was real. All right. But, like, I saw it multiple times from multiple places. But it was some sort of edict where, like, TNT, like, did, like, come to AEW. Because they've been very impressed with their ratings lately. And they keep sending out, like, press releases about it. And how it's, like, the number one show on cable. Like, this, that, and the other. And so I saw an edict that came down that, like, TNT was, like, completely relaxing a lot of their stuff on it. Which is why you saw shit. The word shit flying around this week. Like, because TNT well, legitimately is shit and is I've seen shit like, flying around. They're just like, you know what? You guys are killing it right Do now. Do it. Say it. Get the younger people going, wow. It's one of those, I think it's like, we'll apologize later. Just don't like, you know. I, I think Tony Khan has been very good about his he's relationship good with this. And I think he's appeasing what they're doing, which, I mean, that's the way to go. Tony's very easy to deal with. He's a good businessman. So I think considering Long Island, New York is MJF's hometown. Correct. And this Arthur Ashe show is technically, what borough is, is this in? Queens. Borough. It's in Queens. But it's close enough. I do love the borough. That I think. Lifestyle. Oh, for sure. Boroughs and bodegas. Yeah. That's and Eddie Kingston's an story. I saw that he deleted his Twitter. What? He was just sick of the people. No. Sick of the. I'm like, who ran Eddie fucking Kingston off Twitter? Not a soft. You piece Eddie, of shit. Eddie a softy? Question I don't. Mark? I don't think so. So that that's what makes me go. Who hurt him? Who hurt him? Damn, they ran up on Eddie hard. Um, yeah, I think MJF gets the win. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, but that's okay. Um, Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. You gotta probably give it to Cody. I'm afraid it's gonna be Cody. I need it to be Malachi. I, got I a just lot love of money. Malachi so much. Got a lot of money riding on that one. I have a lot of stock in the Malachi Black House of Black. Yeah, like, it's uh, it, it'd be rough for me. And it just like Cody. What's you know? 
what's his end goal? Obviously, he wants to be retired from wrestling in five years. So how much is he going to put in? How much is he going to be there? How is he coming back now for a long time? Is he going to just disappear again? Mm-hmm. What's his issue? What's his deal? I don't know. I, I just hope it's Malachi. I do, too. I 100% do, too. Um, we then have Sting and Darby Allen taking on FTR. In a tag match. That's an interesting Unbelievable. Um, like, love how this came together. Like, Tully Blanchard obviously has been kind of calling out Sting, like, in his rambling promos for the last few weeks here. Yeah, you know what? I, I will bring it up just because it is funny. Like, how they said it on Corny. That's where they first, I heard, like, them say, like, listen to Tully speak. And then I listened to him speak, and I was like, oh, you're saying nothing. Yeah. You're just saying words. runs in circles. Yeah, yeah, It's crazy. I'm like, damn, son. This is an 80s promo, isn't it? There's just, like, Let me tell you something, brother. no plot. Like, no this plot. is insane. Sounds like a Hulk Hogan movie. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to call this one. I think you could see FTR, like, go ballistic and, like, destroy the two of them. And, like, maybe you write Sting off TV for a minute or something. Like, you could do that angle. Could do that. Or Sting and Darby Allen just keep rolling because they're so big right now. And they beat FTR. It's hard, man. I just love FTR so much. I do, too. I They've slotted too. my boys. Yeah. They can't lose twice. I agree. Because they just lost to Santana Ortiz not too long ago. Like, I don't know. I wish they would do something with them. It's harsh. Yeah. It's harsh. It's harsh. Um, so I'm going to say, that that's a good point, though. Sting and Darby just seem like they're They're, they're on a big, roll right yeah. now. And they just came off the punk feud, which, you know, obviously has now elevated Darby Allen. It can't not. Like, he freaking got, got to wrestle about, Punk, He kid. buried him. Punk buried Darby. Go Dude, I literally see these accounts that have one follower, three following, white, for their background. And they're like, oh, and you guys complain about WWE, huh? That's when you get the block. You don't get the mute in that situation. You just get blocked. Like, I see that, you're done. Let's block everyone. I kind of, like, you know, I, I try and file it down. Like, you know, I love interacting with people online, like, with this kind of stupid bullshit like this. Yeah. I won't ever, at this point, interact over, like, it, it, anything real, you know? Because th- this is made-up bullshit, you What know? do you think about ISIS? This is go, Twitter. Go fuck yourself. Like, but talking? if you want to sit and talk about, like, the finer points of what's hey, what going on in this feud... what did you think about Dark Side of the Ring this week... Also, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that oh, either. No. Not on Twitter, honestly. Because, uh, like, at a certain point, you can only say what you can say. I don't want to start then getting into, like, frickin'. Wait, like, dude, this what he said wasn't even fucking real. You're just being so soft. You fucking snowflake. I'm out. I'm done with you. And I'll it's like, this is wrestling. What's going on? This is wrestling. On? What is happening? But if you want to talk about how freaking CM Punk Barry Darby Allen, you're done. I'm out of here. We're not talking. Like, Deuces. You're, you're a troll. Um, Wu Tang. So, gut reaction: Sting or Darby? Sting and Darby Allen or FTR? I think Sting, it's gonna be great. Sting and, and Darby I, Allen. I agree with you. One hundred percent agree with you. Doctor Britt Baker defending her women's championship against no. Ruby Soho. I like Ruby Soho. Destination. Oh no, Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Um, she was on Talk as Jericho on Friday. Yeah. So I listened to that. It was awesome. Highly recommend it. And she was saying that like when she, I'll put it on the list. When she got to NXT. Like, initially, uh, Robbie Brookside 
who's you know one of the trainers there yep, and yep. like a very like yep. uh, famous British wrestler and whatnot. He is a mega punk fan, loves punk rock music, and so like during her tryout, like he comes up to her and is like, "Top five favorite punk bands, go!" And just like on the spot, and she's like, "Ah, oh god." And he, the way she described it is Robbie Brookside. He loves punk music that the less you can understand the guy saying, the better. That's that's his favorite type. And I'm like, that's not my preferred genre, but, you know, you do you. It's always a British person. It's, it's very British-styled music. Or right? it's, like, it's also guys wanting to be British. Because, like, yeah, even moments in Ruby Soho, those guys are from America. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're from Chicago, I believe. Destination! No, it's 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 like it's like the Billy Joel Armstrong. Well, it's just it's inspired by you know like guys like the Clash, obviously, yeah. and like you know who are British. Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. He loves doing like uh, he does love doing that punk impression. Rock, oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know we're gonna go down to the uh, pool, uh, you know. So Britt Baker wins. If the Queen, my dad used to touch me. If the Queen, my dad. Oh God, that you know that's a very famous one. Yeah, yeah where is the Queen? <laughs> No. Oh, that... But do you know the ones where he plays the Queen of England? Yeah. Let's just start an SNL podcast. Bro, when it comes back, we should. I'm all in on that. I love SNL so much. We'll review every Norm MacDonald's weekend. Big update. shout out, man. God, I, I watched so many clips this week of Norm and just like one of the most irreverent, like amazing dudes all time. Like, one of the funniest motherfuckers that's ever lived. It's just that pause and just... That he, Canadian thing he does. When he just... Like, he never stops talking. He never stops I talking. I says, he says, you know what I says to the guy? I says to him, I say, you know what I said? I said. Like, he does that. He just keeps He'll talking. He'll take a 40-second like, joke and turn it into an eight-minute thing. And it's like the same punchline. Gregor Ilinovich. Yeah. Like, Gregaro, my son. Like... What is happening? And he uses words from the 1920s. He says stuff like hobos. And it's like, what are you, what? What are you doing? Hobos isn't too far out of there, I feel like. I mean, I oh, hobos is a very 1920s thing to say, though. Sure. It's continued, I, but yeah. like most people these days say homeless. <laughs> Not most people say hobos. I guess, I guess to me there's a difference. There should homeless, be. Homeless, you're like, you know, you're on the streets. A hobo. That's like a deranged man oh, on the street. See, I hear hobo, I picture a guy traveling the rail cars with his knapsack on a stick. Like, the handkerchief, just, yeah. the bandana. 100%. That's a hobo. That's more of a drifter, though, isn't it? That's more of a Now wanderer. it's a drifter, but a drifter these days also could have a head in a backpack, so you never know. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Dr. Britt Baker picks up the win. The head in the backpack? What? What is, what is that from? There, oh, specifically, I think it's yeah. from a. You talk about like seven? No, it's not What's seven. What's in the box? It's a freaking Toby Keith music video, is what I'm picturing. There's a. Yeah, it's for I love this bar, and in the video for I love this bar. Oh, they, there I is think a he guy. says we've got drifters. That might be the line. Yeah, and then they cut to a guy like on the bar, and he has a backpack that he opens, and there's a severed head inside. Does he say drifters? <laughs> it's drifters, something to that effect. We got cowboys. We got cowboys. We got truckers. We broken-hearted fools and suckers. And suckers. We got fighters, bikers. 
early hitch hitchhikers. Yeah. He said hitchhikers. That's what it is. Okay, hitchhiker makes more sense with the murder thing. Have you been following that Gabby story? I've only seen little things. That dude did it. The boyfriend or the fiance did it, and he is not saying anything. Well, did you see like the one video of her when she, like they were pulled over and she was like very just like you like very just like no, spastic and kind of crazy uh-uh. herself. Oh boy! And now it's been like discovered that apparently two other women went missing in the same area that she went missing. Oh no! So now you know, of course, because people always want to be like. Jump to the punch and like say these super oh, out, ridiculous like theories so they can be like I'm right. People are now saying that those two these are two ones I heard. Mm-hmm. Those two are either faking it for their YouTube channel, like her disappearance, and then somehow she'll come back and it's all for this publicity of like okay go follow my YouTube. I was stranded in like the why did he go home though? But anyway, the other one is that these two murdered those other two girls and now they're both like in separate areas on the run oh i still think that this guy just killed oh her. he did it he didn't even want to talk to the police he did yeah. it. your fiance went missing on a four month and you just went home and are basically like oh that sucks sorry and it's not even like went home in the same state like drove cross country like uh... It's yeah, riveting. It's effed up, man. It's just effed up stuff. I gotta know what happened. When stuff like this pops up, I'm all, it breaks my heart because I'm just like, this is so effed up. And it's it's riveting. I completely agree. It's, it's riveting. Because it's, it's just like... It's like, God, it's captivating and you want all this... These people live among us. You yeah. just never know. Yeah, 100%. You never but know. But I also hate to think about that. I hate to be like, God damn it. These motherfuckers. I, like, people that just should... like. You eat. gotta keep the blicky on you. Yeah, I guess. So Britt Baker? Britt Baker. See, that's why... Oh, no, that was before the show. That was before the show. I won't bring anything up. That was... I, I just... I was like... And then the main event of Dynamite this week is Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Uh, Danielson. One-on-one. Because it won't be for the singles title. Singles match. So. No title on the line. And then... So my understanding is, like, every guy... Like, they wanted to get as many people on this... Arthur Ashe show as possible. You mean, yeah. Which makes sense. You know, this is a giant deal for them. Which is why Rampage is two hours. Yeah. Because they want... Because they're filming them back to back. Surprised like, it's not that two they separate nights. never built that Eddie Kingston Miro. Definitely thought Kingston was going to get a... They pivoted out of it yeah. to kind of like lead into what this other thing is. Because the card for Rampage, dude, is insane. We've got the Super Click, which is Adam Cole and the Young Bucks taking on Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. The inner circle of Chris Jericho and Jake Hager will be taking on Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page with Dan Lambert in their corner. Wow. Suzuki Gun, Minoru Suzuki, and Lance Archer will be taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston in his return to New York That's City. That's right. Kingston's involved in that. Which, that might be a bigger deal. Yeah. Like, honestly, it might be a bigger deal. It might be. The Lucha Bros and Santana and Ortiz will be teaming together to take on Private Party and the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. That's... Anna Jay will take on Penelope Ford. Yeah, that's... And CM Punk will oh. wrestle Powerhouse Hobbs <sighs> in his first televised, like, you know, non pay per view match in like seven or eight years. Do you like that? You like how they're already having him wrestle on TV? Hell yeah, you think son. You keep that going. Hell yeah, son. He doesn't have to do it every week. No, I don't recommend it every week. But I do like as long as this feud with Team Taz is kept under about well six weeks. 
I'm fine with it. I say uh, three more episodes of Dynamite and Rampages. You get, you get six more episodes overall. Oh, really? Okay. That's my thing because, like, now what I would love to see out of this man is he beats Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay. Okay, but Powerhouse like freaking dominates him. Like, yeah. Looks as good as he possibly can in defeat. Like, I want to see Hook's very first pro wrestling match come against CM Punk. When are we getting Dante CM Punk? Did you? We talked about the comments that Tony Khan yeah. made this week about Dante. I saw people in the comments, they were like, Tony Khan's lying, he hates young talent. Tony Khan. I'm like, what? Like, you don't watch the show. I'm like, you, you don't watch the show if you think that. That's immediately like, you can tell when someone is just a shill. For, for the other brand, because they don't watch this show. If you think all they do is sign ex-WWE guys, and all they do is push they do these is old dudes. sign ex-Impact guys, look into it. Bro, all they do is sign good talent and then do stuff with them. Did you see Christopher Daniels was backstage at Impact? I did see that, which, dude, I would love that. Come out of retirement. A little quick run in Impact, I'd be all about that. I him, love the Fallen Angel Him and Christian Cage. Well, did... Because Josh Alexander will be challenging. Yes. I was like, nice. Bro, X Division champion and Canadian fan icon. Of sh- fan, I would say uh, a fan favorite, a show favorite. A, sh- a show a favorite show for favorite. sure. Josh yeah, Alexander I, I couldn't think is a guy. I could phrase it, but a show favorite. I'm super high on that guy. And he's going to wrestle Christian Ethan Cage. Ethan Page's X tag team mate. Uh, like, you thought Ethan Page was 100% going to be the bigger star out of that, too? And granted, he's in the bigger company, for sure, doing the damn thing. And granted, thing. he's in a pretty big storyline right now. And he had that one with Darby. And he's, he's had a lot. He's, 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 he's had a good he's run been so busy. far. He's been busy. But Josh Alexander, they were like, we're going to put this X Division title on you and make you the strongest dude in this uh, company. Because yeah. he wears the headgear still, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. And he is jacked. And busy. he is ready. Yeah, he is freaking ready to go on this. Christian Cage, Josh Alexander, Impact World title at Bound for Glory in October. I think, too, you could see Alexander win it and hold both belts. Like the dual championship, love a dual championship. I mean, this is a company that once put every title on Kurt Angle, and I mean every single title except the women's. Both, I think. I think. Uh, I've been really kind of looking into it. Kurt Angle might be top five all time. Oh, I think he is. Like, in I terms think a of wrestler and coming in and just understanding do, the business right away. I think yep. he's a top five. I completely agree. Not on a. I would not say uh, maybe on the. Wrestling Mount Rushmore, but no, no, I, I would. I, I don't would really think some of the guys that. on the Mount Rushmore are top five. Like I think Hulk Hogan's probably on the Rushmore, right? I think his star has fallen so much that he might not be anymore. But I still think his impact for the time. Oh, I agree. If you're and if you're where, saying it that way, that, then it's how, a very clear and obvious. It's Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then. Taker? Taker, Cena, depending on how you want to do this. Like, Whoever was like, yeah, we got we got to do a Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. It's that's a Cuz four. It's a useless endeavor. It's a useless endeavor like to do a Mount Rushmore of anything. Even Mount You know, Mount Rushmore, it's easy to get away with it cuz there's a lot less good presidents than there are good wrestlers. <laughs> Who else was going to end up there? Grover Cleveland? Yeah. Like what? You're going to put William Howard Taft up on Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Why don't we put Bush? 
On a side note. Oh, no. Vote for my brother, Jib. Are you aware of... Oh, no. The... Because you've never been to South Dakota. We went there as a family once, but it was when you were, like, a baby. So you stayed, uh, I think, with maybe Grandma and Grandpa. But, okay. Yeah, we went a long time ago. And when we went as kids... We went and saw Mount Rushmore. I was about to say, because, I mean, do you even, how much of that do you remember? I remember very, like, specific instances, but like many things, it's like I don't remember, like, how I got from point A to point yeah. B, but I remember point A and yeah. point B. And you would have been, like, eight. Uh, seven. yeah. I was, yeah, I was probably six or seven. Yeah. Um, so, you know, vague parts. Yeah. But, but just, I remember yeah. going to Mount Rushmore. And being like, this is pretty sick. Wow. We went to a Flintstones world, which was basically just all cardboard and wood. But it was like an old freaking thing that had up forever. But it was like licensed. It was the Flintstones. Oh, okay. I was like, like where, where yeah. was the Flintstones? Like that? Yeah. Like Fred? Like- but they, have you ever heard and seen the Crazy Horse statue? I've seen it pictures. Bro? Why is that not talked about more? It's I read like the entire Wikipedia the other night. That one's like, even better and cooler than the other one. Unbelievable looking. They wanted to make the whole mountain it. That's still their plan, but they apparently don't take any like government money. They all are all like from like donations is Ooh, how they're doing this and have yeah. been since the beginning, which is why it's taken 70 years and they've only done the head. They want to do, like, literally the entire body and, like, everything. What's it called again? I gotta look it up. Crazy Horse. Look at the statue and look at what is completed on it. Like, and then I'm going to hit you with some facts about it. Yeah, the head's pretty nice. The head is insane. Like. Just up on a nice little mountain. The Lakota. The Lakota. Like, of Crazy Horse, obviously famous Native American warrior and like you can see a there's a rendering of what they want it to look like like you can actually if you here i got it pulled up i'll look uh, do you this render yeah because they they have a statue like down in like the area of what it's going to look like one day this is the plan and that's what they've got done (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to assume estimated completion date is like 2296. But look at like you can go on tours like all the way up to it right now. Look at how many I mean, freaking people. It's still impressive it's looking. It's very impressive it's looking. It's cool. It is significantly bigger than Mount Rushmore. Like the head is. Yeah, I always hear Mount Rushmore is a lot smaller in person. Mm-hmm. Everybody always is like, oh, really? And according to National Treasures 2 Book of Secrets, there's an entire intricate tunnel system and caves behind it and underneath is there- it. No. Well, how do they do? They ever get up there and like clean them? I mean, it's rocks, but ah, uh, yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. Do they have someone rappel down? Do from they them? light them up at night? Are there lights down? I think there? you light them at night. They're lit at night. Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure. It wouldn't be out of the question for there to be like a tunnel of sorts behind them. Maybe not intricate. Maybe not. It, maybe, maybe not, not with like maybe not pyramids the ca- and booby traps. I'm not saying like the catacombs of Paris or for anything, sure. but. You, maybe maybe something. And so, yeah, dude, I'm so excited for this week. It's going to be such such a ripper. We'll do a show on Wednesday night post show. We have, have to. to. No It'll be what. too good. I mean, literally, we'll be coming off of watching Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. If the hype level is not where it is, we should just be done with this show forever. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. how I feel. I agree. It's all about the passion. Knuckles to that. Knuckles if, to if that. It's, yep. 
Um, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna wind down for the evening. I think I hear the music starting. We're gonna watch these Minnesota Vikings either lose. It's only I think they're gonna lose. Dude, Chandler Jones had five sacks last week, and they were, he was playing an All-Pro left tackle. Now he's gonna come up against Rashad Hill, who is legitimately probably like of 32 starting left tackles. He's probably 30th or 31. Chandler Jones is going to probably set the new single game record for sacks today. It could definitely happen. And his brother, Johnny Bones, is just going to go, hey. Like an owl, I don't give a hoot. So let's get on out of here, right? Let's, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here.